God can't bless who you pretend to be or who you compare yourself to. He can only bless you and the lane that was created for you. I feel that for somebody. You don't need no edge entity. You need boundaries. What? I don't need your likes. I don't need your validation. All I need is a God fighting for me that says all things, all things, all things. Okay, so let's talk body. Yes, I know some of us are in a season where we're loving her. Yeah, her like your body. She's doing everything she needs to do. She's showing up at the gym. She's killing it. You love sis. Others of us are just like lukewarm friends and some of us are not on speaking terms with her. Guess what though? She is a part of you and it is something you have to learn to embrace, not just embrace, dare I say care for. This week we're talking about the revolutionary care of our body and it is a journey for many of us, especially when we're dealing with not just the physical side of weight loss, but sometimes disease, sometimes scars and wounds from experiences that we've had in the past. Learning to love your body is a journey, but it is not one that you're going to have to take on your own because my friend Amanda and I are going to sit down delegation style and talk about all things body, but also the growth and the mental space required for us to finally come to a space where we We honor that God has given us this body to show up in the life that we have. She even asked me a question that kind of took me by surprise, but I hope you enjoy it. Let's get into this week's episode. Hey. Hi, Pastor Sarah. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> Let's talk about the number of games that are being played with your set. It's giving zero. It's giving absolutely not a one. Let's let's get into it. You thought I was gonna show up here and just give you I crumbs. Didn't know, uh-uh. I, I didn't know someone <laughs> wasn't playing any guns. games. <laughs> we have to bring out the big guns for Canada. <laughs> Listen, oh gosh, you're in Canada shows yes. us so much love. We have to make it to Canada. You have to because I came all the way to Chicago. I was just like, oh, I'm coming. Yes. (laughs) How are you? I'm good. I'm 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 doing well. I'm doing I'm every day, one day at a time. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes it'd be like that one day at a time. Amanda, tell me a little bit about like your relationship with your body, like from maybe teen years to where you are now. Okay. Mm. Okay. So um me and my body have a love and hate relationship. She's my homegirl most of the time, um, but yeah. we are never on the same page. Let's just say mm. that. Um, mm-hmm. I've always been uh, body conscious, I guess is a good way to say it. Um, so I've always tried to be in the gym at times. You know, you start, you stop. Uh, tried mm-hmm. meal plans. You know, the apple cider vinegar was in for a, t- a while. Like <laughs> all these different things. I've tried over time, but I've always had a um, love and hate relationship with my body. Honestly, I think it was rooted in not really understanding the importance of just accepting my difference. Um, Mm -hmm. So there was always a standard and a stigma, especially in high school, of like what we're supposed to look like and what it's supposed to be. Now, being the dark skin curvy one growing up when the when skinny girls were in and nothing wrong with you y'all are still beautiful but we weren't it (laughs) we weren't it um so it took me it took me a while to really fall in love with the essence of who I am to be honest it really it really came into be this year and Mm -hmm. um 
throughout, so throughout high school, it was pretty rough just trying to fit in and trying to just be the best version of me that I could be. Um, and in my 20s, um, as I evolved through my 20s, still in my 20s, um, um, I've realized that uh that I have to just accept the difference that I have and what I have to offer. Because to me, I may not be what I want it to be, but all my girls are like, oh, I want your legs mm. and I want your thighs. And I'm just like, yeah, I want the no belly that doesn't exist on you. <laughs> so let's talk about that. Um, but now I've kind of come into an understanding of how loving all of me, how necessary it is and how important it's been. Um, and it's been a journey. It's been a journey and it's still one day at a time because it's really this year that I've kind of just settled into like, you got to love yourself for where you're currently at in order to get where you want to go. So that's that's where I'm at right now with this body of mine. <laughs> yeah, I, f- I feel... You know what? I think I've learned to just kind of ignore her. Like, I usually don't pay my body any attention. And that doesn't, it's not even coming from this super confident place. It's just like, she's going to do whatever she's going to do. (laughs) Like, I'm going to do what I can and she's Mm -hmm. going to do whatever she wants. I can remember, though, obviously when I, I, you know, I talk all the time about having my son as a teenager and -hmm. getting stretch marks. And at that age, having the stretch marks on my stomach was like evidence of this pregnancy. So like I never wore bikinis. I never Mm -hmm. had my stomach out even as at a young age because I had Mm -hmm. these stretch marks and I just didn't want people asking me questions if we were out. And so I think a part of me just learned to have this dissonance with my body Mm -hmm. where I don't honor, I don't view, I don't love, I don't nurture her. And I do feel like I in later in my 20s and into my 30s, I began to really do better. But what do you do? Have you ever, maybe I should ask this, like had this instance where you feel like in some ways your body has betrayed you, like your body bears the marks of your imperfect decisions, uh, whether it's women who have experienced cutting or a pregnancy like mine, Mm -hmm. or even having disease. Like how do you come to a space where you can love a body that literally isn't showing up, not just physically, but just doesn't show up in a way that um, is easy for you to embrace? Yeah. Um, well, you said something about stretch marks. Pastor Sarah, I, I didn't have no kids and I still had the stretch marks. So I understand. Honey, they, first of all, they show up. I thought it was just going to be on my stomach. And then I realized later on in life, I'm like, I didn't get pregnant again. And yet yeah. here you it's are. Right on the thighs. Right on, yes. the, right on the thighs. Yeah. And why are you stretching like this? If God made you this way, why would that you part. start stretching? God created you to be this size. Exactly. Don't expand. Have some respect. <laughs> um, no, so I, I, I feel like um, in relation to your question that I have done um, my body a disservice. And it's not mm-hmm. that I didn't try. Um, like, you know, we, we I've, I've tried. I've, I've, I used to be a gym rat. So I used to be in the gym all mm-hmm. the time. Um, I've tried different dieting, but it never would keep the weight off. And like, I've always mm-hmm. had it up and down in my weight and I never could figure it out. So actually, when I came to the Women Evolve Conference in Chicago in June and you challenged us to do a checkup. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I did a checkup and um, I actually ended up discovering that I had um, 
my body was showing signs of PCOS. And mm. that's polycystic ovarian syndrome, um, where yeah. they find cysts in your ovaries. And I started to do some research because I always knew like something had to be wrong because I would commit to different meal plans. I would commit to exercising and I just couldn't keep it off. And it was, it, it affected me on, a, on multiple levels. It affected my confidence. It affected my mood. It affected everything. And I couldn't figure out what that was. And when I got the results back literally uh, three weeks ago, um, it's mm-hmm. just been, it, it took me a while to really take it in. I didn't even tell my family for a little bit because I really wanted to process that and really do my research. And I realized that she was doing a disservice to me because I was doing one to her at first. I wasn't wow. keeping up with my checkups. I wasn't doing wow. the in, doing the intentional things. I was just trying to work on the exterior that I wasn't really mm. taking in what the interior needed. And through that process, it really made me understand why God told me in January that this was going to be your year of rest and not not relaxation and not sleep, but to rest and to rest in what he's doing and to just trust him. And it's been one of the hardest years. But my like being able to discover what's going on in my health has helped me navigate. Okay, what do I now need to do to get back on track? Because at the end of the day, it's me and her and it's me versus me. So we have to come to some type of (laughs) some type of uh, what's what's the word? (laughs) We just have to come to an agreement where we're just like, well, this is what we need to do internally in order to make sure I'm my best so that I can then be and go where I need to go externally. Um, So that's kind of in that. Finding the right doctor is like having a comfy dress with pockets. You want to tell everyone about it. ZocDoc, a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them, is an app you'll love using and one you'll share with anyone who will listen. I know I do. ZocDoc has quality doctors at your fingertips and reviews from real people that have recently been seen by them so you can take the guesswork out of finding the best care for you or your loved one. Scheduling appointments has never been easier. ZocDoc is very user-friendly and it has just about any kind of specialist you may need. Go to ZocDoc.com womanevolve and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash womanevolve. ZocDoc.com slash womanevolve. That, first of all, thank you for sharing that with me. I don't know. I mean, part of the reason why I wanted us to talk about black women's health when we were on tour is because we don't give a lot of conversation. One, to just centered around a woman's being, not just her soul, but her entire being. Mm -hmm. And so I'm grateful that you took that extra step and went to go get checked out. The paradigm shift of not focusing so much on the exterior expression of my body, but the inner care of your body, I feel like is revolutionary. I think that it is a powerful conversation and it changes the way we even like go on these fat diets because at the end of the day, if I just feed my body something that's good for her, something that's Mm going to be good for her system and good for my heart and good for the fuel that I need for the day. And then sometimes good for the emotions that she's having after (laughs) a hard day. (laughs) Because there's nothing like binge eating and then your body feels terrible. So it's like, what can I do to feed my 
body well and also give her a treat because she's right. out here showing up. <laughs> treats. We need the treats. <laughs> the balance of that. How yeah. do you think that connects with just our spiritual health? Um, I just did this um, expo with Charlemagne and we it was the mm-hmm. mental wealth expo. And so right. our spiritual health, our spiritual wealth. What do you think the connection is between that and our body and how do we bring them into alignment? Right. Um, I believe everything is um, everything intertwines. And one of the things that uh, God was dealing with me about the other day, he's just like your health is going to be as great as your 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 health will be the the deciding factor of your wealth, because Mm -hmm. you cannot go further than your body will allow you to go. And that Mm -hmm. is both physically, naturally and also spiritually. I realize that when I'm not feeling healthy, that tiredness, that laziness, it, it, it reflects in my spiritual walk. And you start mm. to get lazy with how you approach God. You start to get lazy with yeah. how you communicate with him. And then it just affects you. And then that then affects your emotions. It's literally a ripple effect. And then once you get into that emotional effect, now you're not feeling it. You're feeling tired. The anxiety is coming, the depression. And now you can't call for what you want to because you don't even have, it's discipline. It's all discipline. Yeah. And I realized that in struggling with discipline with my body, it has affected every other area. And funny mm-hmm. enough, when it comes to PCOS, one of the, um, one of the um, uh, the symptoms is that you have like mood swings and that you're wow. never regulated and you're never mm-hmm. um, feeling a consistent flow of confidence because mm-hmm. it releases a lot of cortisol, which really does affect mm-hmm. how for women that's effective for us because we need we need I think it's dopamine. So mm-hmm. we need to just be it, 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 it all plays an intertwining role. So I've decided that if I can come to terms with loving my body and I think if I can come to terms with giving her a schedule and giving her a regime, like somewhat in separation to me because it's not necessarily what I want to do, but it's, but, what, oh. ne- it's what needs to happen in for order sure. for, for us to live in, 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 in peace together. Yeah. <laughs> so if I can come to terms with giving myself, it's a give and take. And, and that's the thing. We, we always want to do hard stops and hard diets, but it's just like, it's a, it's a journey. And yeah. just like in our spiritual walk, our walk with God, it's a journey every day. We have our ups, we have our downs. We go through the, 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 the mountains and the valleys. And with that, we also have to navigate how to pull on God and we how to trust him. And for me, it's trusting God with my daily decisions of what I'm going to do. I wake up and I'm like, God, what am I eating today? Right, right. <laughs> and no, I'm honestly, okay, yeah. And then I'd be like, okay, Lord, uh, it's about eight o'clock. Dinner has been had. What's my treat? <laughs> like, <laughs> what are the treats for today? <laughs> and it's like, it's everything in moderation. And yeah. when you're able to just kind of create a system and a discipline with your health, you will see that it actually increases your dopamine levels and you start to release um, more, 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 like you get more joy and you get, you yeah. feel better. The better you feel, the better everything. It's kind of a ripple effect. And I realized that my relationship with God is always in a sense at its strongest when I am energized for it because it requires mm. your time. It requires your energy. It requires your, your, your effort. And when your yeah. body is tired, you don't have that in order to give anything else. So I feel like your body and your spiritual walk are they, they work in tandem together and it's all a journey. 
I personally love the idea of separating who I am now versus who I know I need to become. So there is mm-hmm. a her that is within me and there I is. have to ask her, what are we doing today? What are we eating today? What are we reading today? What are we scrolling yes. today? Because this version of me wants to do things that may not be good for her, but because right. I'm honoring that I'm in relationship with a better version of myself, mm-hmm. I bring them into agreement by asking myself, what decisions would you make from this place of health? What decisions would you make from this place of faith? Because when we're tired and we're weary, we don't Mm -hmm. always make the better decisions. But to remember, there's another version of me. She may be buried deep underneath disappointment. She Mm -hmm. may be buried deep underneath pain and shame, but she's there. And I can Mm -hmm. only bring her to life by inviting her into this present moment. But it's hard sometimes. And it's scary, too. One of the things I realize is Sometimes when you've been a certain way for a long time, the fear of becoming mm. like not knowing who mm. I'm going to be. So therefore mm. I allow my like I, I trump myself because I can't see who she I can. I can visualize it, but I don't fully understand what it's going to require of me and what it's going to cost. So sometimes you 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 kind of sit in comfort in order to um, to you kind of block yourself. And that's why I always say it's me versus me, yeah. because Oftentimes we are our biggest barrier into becoming the person that we desire to be, the person that we know God is calling us to be. And one of the things I had to realize even now recently, like God was talking to me about this yesterday, <laughs> that you are going to have to over you. How, how big is your faith and yeah. will your faith trump your fear, your fear of not knowing. And when you don't know, Fully, because if we can conceptualize it, see, to me, God is huge. So if I can think about where I'm going, that means it's even bigger, right? It's uh-huh. even better. So it's just like now. that alone is going to cost and it's going to require a lot. So not even understand, like when you know, okay, God is not only going to do on my limitation of what I visualize, he's going to exceed that abundantly. So it's a fear that kind of comes in and then you get anxious and then you become the roadblock to your health journey. Mm. And I've had to make a conscious decision every day to tell myself, you will choose faith over fear because what is in you and what is required of you requires a better version of you internally and externally so that is the the tug of war and it's a daily decision just like love is a choice your health is a choice and God gives us that choice he's that gracious and he's that loving and that kind that he will give us the room to make these decisions but in order to unlock the best that he has for you you kind of have to make certain decisions today and it will cost you but you will have greater gain Okay, so (laughs) now I feel like you're in my business because when we start talking about being afraid of who we're becoming, so I have this moment at One Thou Art Loose, my dad does a thing, and you know, I'm like, what does this mean? Afterwards, I'm like, okay, I'm finished crying, I'm finished nodding, and I'm like, what does this mean? Like, what does, who, like, am I someone different now? What, I don't know. Does what I was doing before still work in this space? And then, Mm -hmm. um, you know, so I'm just like, whatever. I'm still the same. We're still doing things the way we've always done them. And we opened up registration for conference. And like within four days, we are beyond the capacity of the Potter's House Dallas. And I know in my heart that if I shut it Mm -hmm. down, that I'm going to get so many people saying, I didn't get a chance to register. I'm coming. You got a year. You got to fix it. So then... It's like, okay, (laughs) it's two different places I can choose from. One place is the American Airlines Center where the (laughs) Mavericks play. 
That's oh, the wow. only the, okay. The Mavericks and it holds yes. eighteen thousand people. And someone right. tells me if you have twelve thousand people in less than a week, eighteen thousand is probably not enough. I'm like eighteen thousand is feeling comfortable. <laughs> She's feeling safe. She's feeling like what she God sure has for me in this season. They're like, well, there's another place that holds forty thousand. I'm stressed. I don't know about you, but why would you sign up for a place that holds forty thousand? Like, what is this? Like, why right. would we do this? Then somebody gonna. Ask me if Jesus is coming back after the conference. Would you have wanted to be in this space that held as many people? Why are we throwing Jesus in this? What would Jesus do? I cancel in 2000. Why are we bringing these bracelets back? So I say all of this to say there are these moments where life is like, can you allow yourself to let go of what you know, what you think Mm -hmm. you need, what makes you feel safe and comfortable, what you've always known, what feels within your ability to do, Mm -hmm. or are you willing to stand in faith and say, God, literally, I don't know why me, I don't know why, why you would do this to me. I don't know why you would trust me. (laughs) Why are you doing this this to me? I don't, I'm not ready. I don't have what it takes. I'm not good enough. I'm not strong enough. And yet, Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You got to move anyway. And so I am yeah. moving in faith. And I feel like what you said is so important because it's not just when it comes to our body. There are so many different areas of growth yeah. opportunities mm-hmm. within our life. But growth is only an opportunity. It is not a mandate. Absolutely. It is an opportunity for those who are willing to say yes. And sometimes we say yes afraid. And sometimes mm-hmm. we say yes without knowing who we are becoming. But we say yeah. yes because we trust that growth requires dependency on God and if we have chosen to live a life that is dependent, our only option is growth and trust right. and faith. Yeah. And the truth is, um, we think that the one yes is enough. Oh, no. Right. Once right. you're done Because growing I just told you this, yes yesterday. <laughs> Once you're done growing in this area, we're going to start your growth journey in another. It's just like it's a constant Yes. And it's just like, now it's health. Now it's worthiness. Now it's love. Now it's physical capacity. There's so many emotional capacity. There's so many different seasons of growth. And if we, and I think that's what it is. Cause it's like, we understand what it took to get to this level. Now you ask me to do it all over again. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. (laughs) Just so you know, it's it's like from the help when the, uh, when is Viola Davis characters, like, ain't you tired, Miss Millie? Sometimes I want to go to God in my prayer closet and be like, ain't you tired, savior? Like, ain't you tired of signing me up for stuff that I can't do, but you forced me to do. And then I find out you good in the midst of it. Ain't you tired? because that's what doing too much for sure (laughs) and that that that's the that's the beautiful thing about God because even though we limit ourselves he's just like oh no daughter yeah. There's so much more for you to do. And yes, Pastor Sarah, uh, 40,000, good luck. <laughs> um, I will be there <laughs> very much so, but it is a lot. But the truth of the matter is, is you're built for it because God equipped you and yeah. everything that he's giving you and everything that is required of you, he's already put down on in the inside of you. It's just a matter of for you to trust him to allow it to bloom. Yeah, so. that that built for it, man. Yeah. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> and we never, we never, we never want to believe it. Like we hear it, and it's just like you're built for this. And sometimes it's just the last thing you want to hear. Yeah, um, right, for sure. Like appreciate yeah. you're built for this, but you want to come do this because <laughs> sometimes it's just like, yeah, that's nice and all, but the requirements are quite high. Um, but the truth is, it really just requires our yes. 
and our obedience. Yeah. And obedience is one of the simplest lessons, but the hardest thing sometimes to, to, to align yourself with because you understand the cost. Yeah. And, but if we, if we allow ourselves to realize that the reward is greater then I think it will bring us peace, but it's the, it's our human nature and it's our comfort. It's just like whatever we find comfort and solace in is very difficult to let go. But it's always when you get a little comfortable, God is like, all right, great. Now we're going to move on. It's just like, oh, okay. So I trust you, Lord. Um. <laughs> I, I don't know. You're talking. And when you said that built for you, and I feel like we hear people say that a lot about different circumstances, like I, you're built for this, you're built for this. And I'm thinking about mm-hmm. Jesus talking about building the church on Peter. And I'm thinking maybe we spend so much time thinking that God is putting us in a situation where something is going to built, be built for us that we miss that God is building it on us and the comfort in God building it on us is that if God is at the foundation level, your only job is to stay low enough so that God can keep building. Don't get puffed up with pride and start thinking I'm building it for you or building you Mm -hmm. up on top of it. Just stay Mm -hmm. low enough for me to build this on you. And I feel like that's the only time that I have peace when I think Mm -hmm. about whatever God is doing with Woman Evolve and the harvest that God has allowed us to receive, I just keep right. thinking to myself, like this, you, like you're not anybody. Like this doesn't make right. you important. This doesn't make you special. It just means that God has found you qualified to build on. So stay close yeah. to the ground. Stay humble. Stay connected. Stay yeah. to stay close to your roots, so that God yeah. can do whatever God's going to art, whatever He's going to build, whatever He's going to architect. He's already got the plans. I just got to stay close enough to my roots to be a good foundation and that's hard work and that's body work and that's mental work and it's it's all um worth it in the end I think that God does allow us moments where we get to step out from being in the foundation to see what he built to be like that's nice and then go right back up underneath it (laughs) absolutely and that that is true because humility is one of the for me like um one of the things, and people always tell me I'm crazy when I pray this, but I'm like, Lord, keep me humble um, because it keep me low enough to not take pride in what it is that you're doing through me, knowing that it's not for me, but it's for your kingdom. Yeah. And that that way, that heart posture comes with it comes with a lot. And sometimes we we mess up. Sometimes we get for we sure. get caught up. We stop doing ourselves a little bit. Like, yeah. Okay, let me- yeah, let me humble you. Here we go. Remind you that it's not yours, yeah. but it's like that. The beauty of it is that if you avail your heart to be humbled by God yeah. and to make sure that in all things, what you're doing is for him and it's for the kingdom. He will always honor that, I feel. And that was one thing that I had to because I'm yeah, even now I'm in a season where I'm just like, OK, Lord. We're not going to do this. We're going to do this. Great. What does yeah. that look like? Because at the end of the day, we're not here for our own our own desires. Um, we just have to allow it to align with God's. And he's going to give us the desires of our heart. But when it's in alignment with his will. Right. So for me, it's always the understanding and the like the the constant allowing myself to remember that all that I am is his. Yeah. And if I can just stay in that heart posture, um, whatever he's going to do in and through me will be for It's good. So, yeah, that's always been um, something. This summer, I took an extended break from working, and in my time away, I was able to make even more space for my mental wellness. 
Whether you're a working mom, stay-at-home mom, or a stay-at-home and work mom, sis, your mental wellness is valuable. And that is why this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. You know you've already been thinking about it. Now is the time to take that step to make some time for you. Having a therapist has helped me pace myself, remind me of my growth, and also holds me accountable to my mental wellness goals. BetterHelp is just as convenient and affordable as it is necessary. Problems can come from every part of our life, and it's vital that we have the appropriate tools we need to tackle them, and BetterHelp can assist you with that. For me, instead of solely focusing on the problem in front of me, therapy has shifted my perspective into having healthy solutions and improved my communication skills. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com evolve today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com evolve. I have a question for you, Pastor Sarah. Go for it. <laughs> so how have you navigated um, in, in the transitions from being hidden because yes. I know there was a hidden season. For sure. And people don't like to ask about it, but I'm going to ask about the hidden season because I feel like that season is always the most trying season. What was your hidden season like and in that season? What was God doing in order to prepare you um, for what he is now doing? And, and yeah, how did you navigate through that? That's a great question. And, you know, my life story is a bit different because I didn't feel hidden because um, mm. I wasn't really looking for anything. Um, I never mm. had like this idea that I had a call on my life or that I was going to be used for anything. Like I never felt hidden because I never felt like there was anything worth using, to be honest. So wow. um, I think that if I felt any sense of being, I don't, I just... I didn't feel like there was anything to see. I didn't feel like mm. I had anything to say. I think the only thing that may have made me feel hidden in hindsight was just shame kept me hidden from my mm. friends and my family. So I didn't right. know I was hidden when I was hidden. I didn't know. Oh, okay. I, I didn't <laughs> know that. But what I will say now that I believe that God was hiding and protecting me from me, which is sometimes the greatest gift God can ever give you is hiding you from you. If you yeah. knew who you were, if you knew what God was going to ask of you, if you knew the rooms that you were going to be in, you would probably plan to be in them and mess it all up. And so sometimes right. God hides the fact that you're hidden from you until you see who you are and your character right. is built up in such a way that you can wow. handle being exposed. But what I know now um, is that God was teaching me the power of stillness. Mm. God was um, really breaking me down from this idea of needing to have a reputation, from needing to have a perfect life, from needing to present perfectly. Um, mm -hmm. When I was hidden, I got desperate to just be authentic. I just mm. got desperate to say, you know what? I don't want to manufacture it. I don't want to contrive right. it. I just got tired of trying to put something together. And it was only until I decided like, 
this is who I am and whatever, like this is what I got, that I began to see God kind of peel the curtains back first to myself. Um, And I found love behind the curtain. I found peace behind the curtain with my shame, um, Uh with the decisions I'd made, with the divorce, with all of these different choices. I found love still and I found peace. And then I think God continued to just peel back the curtain more and more and more. And I was able to experience being seen by family because a lot of times if you can't afford to be seen then you have to stay hidden coming out of hiding is only for people Mm -hmm. who are ready to be seen and it wasn't Mm -hmm. until I was allowing myself to be seen by God seen by myself seen by my inner circle that I believe God allowed me to be seen by more people Um, and to be honest like I spend probably seven days of the week wanting to hide <laughs> um, because I'm just comfortable back there. I, I just, being out here, you've been there saying something, you didn't go on viral. You didn't piss somebody off for just breathing. And um, I enjoy the beauty of just kind of being to myself and with people who I know, love, and mm-hmm. uh, trust me. But, um, but that's not how God has assigned my life and so I am living vulnerably seen for the world Mm. and trusting that who I am for will receive me and who I'm not won't hurt me or at least won't hurt me in a way that um, makes me go back and hide again. Does that answer your question? (laughs) You know, absolutely it does and I think one of the things I kind of gathered from that in conclusion is the the more life you live and the more experience you you go through, whether that be beauty or whether it be ugly, is the more you understand the power of love. Mm-hmm. And I think the reality was is you, what I gathered was you you came to terms with loving all of you. Yeah. And then you were able to express that. And that is something that's really tricky. And that goes back to our topic yeah. about the body. Yeah. Like we can love a lot of us, but the beauty uh, and the 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 resilience and the, the 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 magnitude it takes to love all of you is 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 it's it's very it's difficult because but it's also it can be easy but it's the reality of knowing that God has accepted every part of you and when you're able to do so as well like it changes how you see everything it changes how you show up yeah. and then when you're able to authentically walk in who you are as you evolve as you change then you can then not be afraid to show others that authenticity and that was that's a beautiful that's a beautiful um <laughs> lesson in life to learn <laughs> let's focus on you for a moment Take a deep breath, let it out. How's your heart? How are things going in your world? If your answer was anything less than amazing, that's okay, and it's normal. Our partners at Calm have the tools you need to feel your best. Calm is the number one mental wellness app, and over 100 million people, including myself, Trust that using it is going to help us relieve stress and anxiety. You can try it now by going to calm.com slash evolve. Improve your focus with specially selected music. Ease into rest and recharge with Calm's imaginative sleep stories for children and adults. Calm also offers new daily movement sessions designed to relax your body and uplift your mind. 
For listeners of the show, Calm is offering an exclusive offer of 40% off a Calm premium subscription at calm.com slash evolve. Whether I'm getting my day started, needing a moment to recenter, or winding down at the end of my day, using a meditation on the Calm app is very convenient for me. Give it a try and let me know what you think. Go to calm.com slash evolve for 40% off unlimited access to Calm's entire library. That's calm.com slash evolve. I'm at my best in my body when I am mm-hmm. honoring my body for just thank you for helping me make it through the day. Like, thank yeah. you for allowing me to stand on my feet while I made the dinner. Thank you so much for allowing me to work out today. Thank you so much for yeah. being at rest when I was at rest. When I acknowledge that my body is the secret, unappreciated weapon that allows me to power through my day, I, I love her more. You know what I mean? I don't Absolutely. cringe when I see her in the mirror. I don't think to yeah. myself, ugh, when um, I put on certain clothes, I, I, learn, yeah. I make her my friend. And when your body becomes your friend, you want to treat her mm-hmm. well. Absolutely. And I think it's a, it's a she, she's my friend five days a week. But right. then sometimes <laughs> she's a petty lady. <laughs> I just had one slice of bread. Ain't no why, way. Why are you, you so are dramatic? <laughs> Tone it back. Tone it back, woman of God. <laughs> so, you know, sometimes it's a beautiful thing, but it's the, it, the, there's beauty in the journey. And and that's how you can speak on these things when you go through that journey when you go through that love-hate relationship as you decide to grow fonder and fonder every day and you realize just how much you need your body yeah. like literally I need her I do <laughs> absolutely <laughs> absolutely I was at Thank a funeral the other day and they were singing this song about crowns and how we're all going to get a crown and then the pastor got up at the end and he was like if you're ready to receive your crown clap your hands I was like ooh she's not ready for the crown yet she got work to do body still here don't you go don't you be absent from the body you better stay present in the body we still have things to do I'm not ready for the crown absolutely like she's not ready but we'll clap our hands right but also (laughs) oh I love you Amanda this has been great I love you too Pastor Sarah you have been a mentor from afar and Mm. it has been this is an honor for me to be here I was so nervous. You, oh my God. I don't know why. So you nervous. had no reason to be. <laughs> because for me, like, Pastor Sarah, you don't understand your impact on my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think that's why I'm just like, oh, this is like the biggest honor thus far in my life. And I'm wow. super grateful that um, I was able to do this. And I remember I told you in Chicago, I don't think you're going to remember this, but you and, past, you and PT were coming out of the back to do the VIP photos. I'm like, Canada loves you. Yes. That was me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Canada, just, just in case you forgot. No, we will drive anywhere to come see you. <laughs> but we love you here. Too. Thank you. I hope to make it to Canada so I can check on Absolutely. my homegirls and their bodies out that way. Yes. Listen, <laughs> I'm going to try to do a challenge between now and the end of the year to just commit to doing right by her every day. That was something I've been I was uh, kind of dealing with in prayer over the last few weeks. So I'm like, let's let's see what we did, what we get from now till Jan one. 
You know, I have such an amazing podcast manager and we did 75 hard as not her. She didn't do it. She didn't even try to do it with me. But um, yeah, China. Yeah, she didn't try to do 75 hard with me. But I will say this. Maybe China wants to come up with a woman evolved challenge where we do something for like 30 to 45 days. We work out. We read something. We become better people. But, you know, and she's she's also a licensed therapist. So we ought to be able to get our mind and body right but i don't know if she's listening so who knows whether or not that'll happen (laughs) i'll text her i'll be like china we uh said we need to do a a a challenge thank you yes text her thank you every day (laughs) every day we're drinking our water and minding our business that's the woman evolved way that's how we get down period (laughs) i love it i love it i love it okay take care i guess i'll see you in dallas Mm-hmm. Oh, you're going to have to see me before then. Okay. Somehow, somewhere, we're going to see each other I'm working then. on it. I got you. <laughs> Alrighty. Thank you so much, Pastor Sarah. It's been an honor. Thank you. Bye. All right. Bye. Amanda, thank you for spending time with us and sharing your truth. I have a joy. I have a giggle down in my soul after speaking with you. I cannot wait to see you. I know your story is going to encourage others to take better care of themselves. Thank you so much for taking that advice and going to check on yourself. Whether it's physical, emotional, or mental health care, delegation. I hope you're treating yourself well. You deserve it. We have lives to change, and I don't want to do it without you, sis. Take care. See you next week.